honey. Hi, honey. <laughs> we have movement. Mm-hmm. You probably have movement for a few days now, but we haven't actually spoken about it because yeah. we've sort of been doubling down other tangents. <laughs> but let's talk a bit about the baby today yeah. again. So we talked about parenting in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the baby itself and the pregnancy and how that's going. Sure. Because it's uh, very, very cool. I want to share the latest. What's happening? What's happening in there? Well, 18 weeks. 18 weeks. um, The baby's now, like the the bones and all that are getting stronger. So it's moving around a bit and testing out the new new system. (laughs) (laughs) His newfound powers. Yeah. Yeah. So it's moving around quite a bit. It's it's like a weird – because I wasn't really sure if it was that or if it was just like (laughs) – uh, me eating a lot and it's just like my whole intestine's kind of just gurgling mm. and moving but uh no nah, there's like there's little phases where there's kind of like a little wave it's just like because mm-hmm. <laughs> people described it or asked they said oh have you felt the flutters yet flutters yeah, flutters i don't get the flutters like maybe it's just not yet or i don't know i don't i don't feel it as a flutter it's more of a like just like a kind of like a wave it's in water, obviously, so it's like moving in the cool. That's what I feel. Because it's like the baby's sort of moving around and you feel like a whoosh across the uterus a little bit. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of pressure Um, a few days ago, uh, two days ago. There was just so much pressure just pushing against like my my lower region. I was like, ah, yeah. what are you doing? Because <laughs> every now and then you just like stop and keel over and you're like, just give me a second. Yeah. Because <laughs> obviously I'm like, it's not something to, to be concerned about. I absolutely know that all this is different. Different something's different is moving in my in my body. There's a whole thing going on. So I'm like, well, I'm just gonna go along with it. Yeah. And I yeah, nothing's it's just kind of been a ooh, bit of a stab and then it stops. Yeah. Just because okay. everything's something's just moving out of the way or the baby's moving it out of the way. Yeah, the baby's like, get the fuck <laughs> out of the way, liver. Stretching. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the tightening is so uncomfortable and it just mm. like bloats and bloats and bloats and bloats. It's like you feel like you're going to explode. Yeah, it just feels right. like rock hard. And the only thing you can do really is just breathe and just allow your body to stretch. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's, yeah. that's that. No, that's really fun. Yeah. How do you find the sensation or even the idea of the fact that there is movement within you? It's pretty weird. Yeah. I think still, like, I know it's a, it's a natural kind of thing. But even when I would talk to my friends who were pregnant, they, I was just like, and you see the baby moving, like, or they talk about, I'm like, it just still freaks me out. Like, it's pretty, it's pretty freaky that there's something like in my belly, like growing and moving and it's alive. And it's, it's beautiful. Like, there's obviously the beautiful aspect to it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so there are like times where I'm just like, it's really fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> a little, like, sort of, ugh. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I would like to think, obviously, it's it's beautiful, and oh, I, I think it's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, probably me because it's not it's not happening. I'm not gestating, yeah. So I get to have that kind of detached. <laughs> oh, this is lovely. I get to experience the uh, magic and the, the whole thing, and- yeah, from afar. So I, I can appreciate perhaps those uh, those details. Yeah. But for you, obviously, is going through it. I can imagine that you've probably got a very different uh, perspective. It's on like it. a bit of that, and then a bit of all the other stuff that goes on. So like the body stretching, the hormones, the and I'm not complaining. It's just like part of it. So. Do you still get the nausea, or is that gone? Uh, no, it's pretty much gone. I only get no, no, sorry, nauseous if I um if I'm really hungry. So today, like, I've been getting more and more hungry over the last couple of days. I'm just thinking that's because the baby's getting stronger and just like you know, using up more of my energy. I've just wanted to eat and eat and eat and eat. Yeah. And I went for walks. I've been going for walks. I've been moving around, and it's still like wanting to eat more the more I'm like I'm trying to lose weight and I'm eating like now double mm. what I was already eating which was already double what I used to <laughs> eat so oh, it's just it's a roller coaster but it's fun yeah no doubt how have you found yeah moving and exercising because you're trying to I mean we're both trying to like restabilize yeah and get the proper sort of morning routine happening and especially now that you've kind of come out of that first trimester mm. you're probably a bit more stable in terms of you know you're not feeling so nauseous yeah maybe the yeah, biggest thing for you at the moment is, is lacking energy perhaps yeah at certain points yep. uh maybe even that's not even specific like a routine itself like do you just have random points yeah, do you random, feel lethargic yeah or is at it- random points all of a sudden i just want to lie down yeah. or i need a nap or i just need to sit or i just need a 
So yeah, so Thank trying to sort of get that, get a, yeah. a routine happening in the morning again. It's probably, it's it's easier now, I feel like, than what it was over the last yeah. few months. How have you found sort of getting back? Because you've been taking the dog out, really uh, yeah. trying to knuckle down on teaching the dog how to not pull well, on the lead yeah. and not be an ass when he walks with us. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a reason for that. And I'm so proud of him because he's doing so well. He's also very sore because we took him to the Oval and... I think he had a bit of a stack. I think that's probably why he. Yeah, he uh, he face planted a yeah. big time. I think he. I think he went when he went to plant. I don't know what happened. Maybe he got stuck. At, like he hit like a low yeah. spot in the ground. But something happened. He was. I don't think he successfully planted his front feet, and his back legs <laughs> kept the momentum going, and he just drove himself down oh. into the ground. I only saw it sort of out of the corner of my eye yeah. because I wasn't paying attention. Because oh. he's re- he goes really intense after the ball. Obviously, he is. Oh my god, like a bullet. Yeah, true. But yeah, do, like he doesn't go half. Like even when he's tired, he will still bolt for yeah. that ball. Yeah. I don't know if that's possible to nah, ease. Nah, just let, him, let be, him do what he's what well, he's doing. Now he's sore and he's walk. He's so ginger at the moment. Like it's he's like sleeping under the house. Like it must have been really bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. Like, we'll give him a bit of a rest, and then in a couple of days we'll go again. His appetite. There's nothing wrong with his appetite because he's in the kitchen and he's sitting oh, he's at the totally dinner table. Fine. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> How have you been with exercise? It's probably more of what I'm trying to get to. So now yeah, you're know. sort of moving again because you're really like. I'm just really proud of how well he's doing and how like I've actually had the patience to to take him and like because he's ripped my arm off and hurt my back. I don't take him for walks anymore because it's so painful mm. and he just pulls and pulls and he's a big boy. And I'm like, well, how I have to actually figure out how to do this because when I'm bigger, and we've got a smaller place, so I'm going to have to take him for walks for exercise, and I'm going to have to figure out how to to do that without actually, you know, being able to fall over. Yeah. So, and And then obviously yeah. even once we've got the, the kid, and right, exactly. and you're pushing the pram along. And then I've got him attached to the pram or whatever, however you do it. Oh, if, we got a, if we've got both <clears> got a better sort of routine, we can both be there to take him for a walk anyway. Well, but right. again, uh, just, we'll just sort of wait and see how that comes. Yeah. But yes, no, you've done a but fantastic job so far. And yeah. he is doing very well. Yeah. How are you going with yeah. exercising? Um, it's good. It is like it takes a lot out of me. This is like 15 minutes is probably like a good a good amount of time to just like have a, a hardcore hey like you know a heat session or just you know cardio in general but then like hitting the 30 minute mark that's it like I'm just these days I'm just really lethargic just probably over the last week it's really hit I don't know if that's because of this particular point where he where the baby is getting stronger and the baby is growing and taking up more of my energy and I'm just like, okay, okay. But I'm also like trying to stay motivated because I can get stretch marks on my thighs, not on my stomach, but on my thighs. <laughs> I'm trying to walk around and it's just extra heavy and it's I don't want to pack it on because it's like because I'm too tired or anything. I want to still find a way to exercise or move, do some kind of movement yeah. for it. Are you finding you got more motivation there? these days well i've had to use the wedding as a as a motivator at this point in time yeah, so your brother's getting married <laughs> my brother's getting married end of this month yeah. so in about three weeks two three, three weeks, weeks two three yeah two and a half maybe three weeks mm. and yeah i'm just using that because i haven't made i've got my material but i haven't actually made it up and i haven't had motivation to kind of make it and i was wondering why and i'm like well probably because i'm really disliking how much weight i put on I feel like how I feel like I put on. You know, you can say otherwise and everyone can say otherwise. Oh, no, you're a heifer. Yeah. You, know, you really, honestly, you're quite large. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, like, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm not thin. I'm not as thin as I used to be, obviously. Um, I have just, it's just like, I'm going to look a little bit chubbier. I'm just a little bit, and I know it's pregnancy weight, and that's what I'm just saying. Like, oh, you you have your thing. So uh, I'm I'm done trying to tell you that you're not. I don't want to. Like the the thing is, it's this is just real for me, and I'm mm. like, I I want to feel good. Yeah. It's not about it's not about anyone else but me. Totally. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. like it's how I want to look. It's how I want to feel, and it's very difficult. <laughs> your belly's getting bigger, and then your thighs are getting bigger, and you you make it putting more effort in, and then it like kind of cancels itself out and then you slip a couple of days because you're exhausted you get into you know you have a bad day today was just one of those days i just wanted to kill everyone it was just <laughs> you know and it, it just happens you know and i didn't want to go for a walk although i did do a movement meditation which was really interesting what's that I don't know. There's like a 10-day meditation on Insight to Heimer that I've just started, a little course, and 
she or I don't know it's like finding your purpose or connecting back with your purpose and I kind of like yeah that sounds really great because at the moment I'm a bit wanting to feel like I've got purpose or maybe to focus a little bit more on my body and what I feel like just feeling it more rather than thinking about it so getting out of my head and she talks about exactly that like getting it it's not about thinking about what you can do or how you could do things it's about feeling and connecting with the wisdom that we already have within us, the the knowing that we already have. So I've been very just doing it today. I felt like I'm very, very distant to that part of me because I've put all of that stuff aside. You know, I put all my tarot decks aside. I put all that personal development stuff that I was doing aside because it was just the energy that I was doing it in, you know, all of that. We'll go back to that episode if you want. And coming back to just meditation was a huge step today because I was like, I need to do something to connect back with myself because I don't want to be this irritable. I don't want to be this, I'm not lost, but it's like I I feel disconnected. And although I'm, I just feel like I'm overthinking things a bit, I'm becoming a little bit like obsessive with certain things in my head or allowing my head to kind of rule me a little bit or rule my day being like, oh, no, I won't do that because this, you know, I don't know. It's always just coming from my head. It's not coming from my body, even though I'm exhausted. So I put the meditation on and I sat down and I just, I was listening to it, felt dead asleep when I first did it. And I was like, I'm just going to let my body just do it. And then I did the next because it's like a 10-day course, but I just do it one after the other. And the second one was we're going to get up and move and you're going to allow yourself to just feel your body and how it wants to move. So I went outside. So I had I had my nap because <laughs> I had yeah. And then I went outside to the back, and it was beautiful. The sun was out. It's just a lovely day today. And this is part of the meditation, is it? Yeah. Okay. So she says, so stand up and move your body. Like she has a bit of music on, and you. Just oh, go, you were outside when you did the meditation. Yeah, I just had it. Oh, okay, I think you were like on the bed, and then you got up and walked out like a zombie, like with your eyes closed. Oh no. <laughs> No, no, well, okay. it, it's a like a yeah, move, moving meditation. She said you can close your eyes when you're in the you know in the earth, or if you like go outside. And obviously, that's the best place to do it. Uh, so I I stood outside in the grass. I took my shoes off and I just started just to allow my body to move the way it wanted to. And it was nothing intense. It's just like getting back. But I really noticed how much my mind was was coming into um, coming into it. And I was like, all right, I got a bit of work to kind of do and come back to. So, which I, I am like, I'm not, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I know I've kind of had to let that go, but I've had to because I just, yeah, I've had to organically come back to it. Like we'll want to, I don't want to do it because I think I like have to do it. I should do it because my purpose is to heal people or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> So instead, I just was like, I'm going to wait until, not wait, but I'm going to allow myself to get there when I'm ready, when my body or when my mind or when it, when my soul is like, it's time because I haven't had that. And if I started it last week, I probably wouldn't have continued it anyway. Yeah. So it's been on my mind, but I'm like, it's not yet. Not yet. And that's my intuition. And I'm like, it's, it's really weird because I'm connected to my intuition when it comes to like my mind, it's like and my body and balancing it all, it's just all all over the place. So probably because I've just been focusing on. Um, Do you mean your intuition as far as your your gut response? Yeah. yeah gut so response. you're connected to that gut response, but yeah. then when it comes to you trying to figure out what you can do or what the next step for you is, you're just completely blank. Is that what you mean? My head gets in the way. Right. My head starts steps in in front of my intuition or in front of all of it and then it just starts to kind of just I don't know some does some Shakespeare play in front of me <laughs> I'm just like what the fuck is this it's got yeah. nothing to do with anything and it distracts me it takes me of course I get frustrated and then yeah nothing happens so that's me pushing it it's me forcing it because I'm allowing my mind to take over take control over so I want to get back into connecting with my body and my heart and what I actually know know to be true rather than just getting frustrated and sleeping. So like today was I just could have slept all day. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those days and I probably I mean, maybe I should have or maybe I should have said something. Like I didn't really say that I was a bit 
I wasn't in the mood to talk or I wasn't in the mood to kind of converse. I allowed it all to happen and I just, the energy that I need, like I felt like it was just so much energy to actually bring up that conversation. So I just left it and then I ended up just, yeah, doing the meditation. But by then it was like, what, four, five o'clock. How did you feel after the sort of meditation? Were you, did you feel a lot looser? Did you feel like you, you'd unlocked or opened up anything? Um, it was more, not really. Like yeah. not in the, like a really, oh, my God, yes, it was so invigorating. Like yeah. you know, some people get it. And I used to get that too. But I'm like, nah. All sure, I baby needed, steps, right? All I needed to know, all I needed to recognize today, I think, was that I'm allowing my mind to rule a lot of my day or a lot of my life at the moment. Yeah. My mind's really just in control and I have to work my way to kind of get my body. Balance yeah, balance myself more. So it's not taking over. It's part of it. It's part of me, but it's not taking hey, over. Hey, well, that's a win today, really recognizing that. Yeah. You know, that's you haven't gone through the entire day and you've got absolutely nothing out of it. No, no. Well, I had to find out something and I, I knew that, and I was out there for like five minutes, like sitting in the sun, and I was like red, like a beetroot. <laughs> I was like, but it was, it was about four o'clock, so I think because about, I was like, oh, it's probably like high UV. I didn't like because it's hard because when you go to work, I still think it's the morning. Yeah, it's I know. It's weird. I, I walk into work and I say good morning, and it's after midday. Yeah, it's like yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's like we've already had our morning. So I have to. I want to do that earlier. Yeah. So when we. I like the idea of uh, movement. That, mm-hmm. that it's a meditation that actually involves yeah. movement because it, this is even something we did at uni. So, my last year of uni because they waited until the last year before they taught us this uh, treatment technique or method because it, we needed to basically get to the point where our palpation skills were as you know refined and basically as good as they were going to get mm-hmm. at, at uni. It's called functional. And so, with uh, osteo or with the treatment techniques, there's what we kind of referred to as ease and bind. So the different techniques that we sort of employed when it came to you know treating somebody, there was either techniques that we would take their their joint or their dysfunctional sort of area in their body into into the bind. So yeah. you kind of like maneuver them to the sure. point where you can feel there's like a barrier. Yeah, and that's where I guess you kind of bound up. You've bound up that sort of spot sure. and then you push past it. You sort of take its bind and you push beyond it yeah. so that you increase the amount of movement yeah. available in that area sure. by, by pushing the bind. Yeah, okay. But there was another – so that's like, for example, a like if you're a crack or a HVLA. I was going to ask, yeah. is that yeah. a So crack? manipulation. So you bind up the joint and then you once you sort of feel that the joint's sort of at this maximum kind of limit of where it wants to sort of be comfortably, yeah. then you sure. – that's when you crack. crack. You, this is like – neck crack or something um, <laughs> and then that's where you that's where you sort of thrust a little bit through it yep. and it's only a small part you don't need to go a huge amount no. but that pushing through the bond a little bit opens up like the it's, it increases the yeah increases the sort of space in the area available <coughs> to move there and the other one is the ease so you kind of go in the opposite direction you go in the 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 direction that the joint or the dysfunction sort of wants to take you in. Okay. And so they they work like both of them work I I started to prefer towards my later years uh, that those more uh, ease like indirect sort of techniques where mm. it was less thrusting through a particular sore spot and more moving into where you're sort of the body's naturally trying more to guide to you it, yeah. yeah and you're kind of accentuating the direction and that's why like through palpation right because like if let's say you've got i don't know a, a sore shoulder or something for instance right like doing something like this you'd sort of hold the hold the shoulder and you'd maneuver the arm and you and you kind of really have to feel in your hand sort of where the arm kind of feels like it's naturally flowing yeah, with okay. with movement right. and so like it takes a ho- it takes a lot of practice to really be able to pick up on those cuz they're subtle there's really subtle motions uh, and but it, it's kind of i think the kind of for me the idea was that yeah bodies and the fascia that encases like all the muscles and, yeah. and everything like that it it tells a story it's like mm-hmm. our body is our, our, our soft tissues and well, everything in our body it's it's like the story of how we kind of got here and sometimes when we have dysfunctions part of that is well there was there was an element of our story that perhaps that created the sort of dysfunction and there's a pattern in our body that emerges as a result 
And so it's kind of, if we can correctly employ a technique like that, like correctly employ movement, then we can actually unlock that pattern and we can take the body sorted where it wants to go. It's like, it just wants to be heard kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. It's like, hear, hear, hear the joint out, hear the, hear the body out. Yeah. Hear the body out, move to sort of where it wants to go. And then what you can sort of have is you can, you can actually unwind the sort of Mm. dysfunction and get it back into a more functional sort of state of being. It's called functional, that particular technique. And I started to get really interested in it. And uh, yeah, I mean, there were, there was certain, you know, uni, uh, they they pushed very much like an evidence-based approach to your practice. And so they taught us this sort of, this technique, but there's not a huge amount of evidence to really support how and why it works. There's, I think there's probably more so speculation. I don't know what it's like now. I graduated you know, four or five years ago yeah. now. Uh, there might be more mm. more to it at this point, but sort of back then it was it was kind of still something relatively obscure, it seemed, and something that, that seemed to get results anecdotally. And when I sort of did those easier kind of, you know, moving with the body, yeah, yeah the results to my mind were a lot, better i found uh you know everything still has its place like they're going into the bond like i was talking about that absolutely still has its place but it was just i found that yeah moving with the movement that the body naturally wants to sort of go in like going with the story the body wants to tell you actually can really help to unravel and unwind you know what uh what the dysfunction is Mm. and sort of if you think about it like I don't know if you got like your arm your arm feels like twisted in one direction or or like whatever just sort of follow that a little bit and then after, you know, you get to a little while where it'll kind of just relax and it'll ease up and then it'll actually change the direction that yeah, right. that it's all sort of moving in. So it's just trying to do something. Yeah. yeah it's like just, yeah. just let it let it tell you what mm. it wants to tell you and then, you know, you'll kind of unlock everything and move it all up. It's interesting because I feel like when I – like being pregnant – That's just, why, sorry, just quickly, that's yeah, why yeah. the movement thing was movement interesting was because yeah. it's like you're hope, you know, maybe you're unlocking a story that your body's holding. Yeah that you're not you're not listening to so the movement might give you a chance yeah. to actually hear it well she said she goes it's the first three chakras the bottom chakras the root the sacral and the manipura or maybe it's the first two no the three and she said usually if you're in your head those are blocked so what we want to do is we want to move around so we want to connect with those that root chakra and the creative chakra, the sacral and the manipura, so we can unlock it so that there's a clear channel of energy flowing through your body. (laughs) And I very much resonated with that because I'm like, I just don't feel like I have any foundation right now. I don't feel like I'm sturdy or strong in 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 what I want. Like you asked me the other day what I like doing and what lights me up and I couldn't even answer that. And I'm like, well, if I can't answer that simple question, yeah. something's wrong. Something's imbalanced, and I need to, I need to come back to myself. And it's obviously time now. So yes, yeah, it's absolutely. moving it through, like moving it. through the um, uh, that first trimester, just getting used to the fact, and like mentally as well, that you know I was pregnant and there's something growing inside me, and then coming into the second where you, the stomach kind of keeps. Now I can see it. And it's a different experience. The nausea is not there, but the physical expression of it is there. And now it's the moving. And I'm like, okay, well, come. It's just more. It, I think it's easier to accept now because it's right there. And I've, you know, it's been a little bit of time. It's been 18 weeks. So you know, with time, obviously, you build a habit, and you can kind of be like, okay, I can accept this. And not that I didn't accept it before, but you know what I mean. And it's. It is. It's just such a weird, and I'm like, I'm sure women on their first, like all women who had their baby, their first child or most would say, yeah, it's pretty surreal. <laughs> like well, you've got this all happening. Like everything's getting bigger and wider and moving and constantly you got pain here and there and then sometimes you feel really good and sometimes you're crying because it's everything's just so beautiful or crying because everything, like you don't know, have no idea of why you want to cry and <laughs> It's just just really unusual, beautiful roller coaster that like building life or creating life. It's is I don't know. It's just it's just so strange, but it's just like an absolute miracle. And reading that book as well, just seeing the pictures, being like, how this is how we were made, like from this like little like little like nothing. <laughs> like how does it? You yeah. know, it's just absolutely. Anyway, so. Uh, it's coming to feeling all that movement as well and just wanting, just allowing my body to do what it needs to do 
So that's something like as well with the movement and that's what you're talking about as well. It's like I'm just allowing my body to do what it needs to do and I'm not getting freaked out about it. Um, <laughs> so just allow your body to do what it needs to do and just don't freak out about just it. Just don't freak out about it. <laughs> Good one. You okay? Good is that one, movement or is it just what, oh, what's, what's going on? so sharp. Oh, my God. Um, usually I just get it like on the side or something, but it's just down my whole front. Like, yeah, you just went. Yeah, yeah nice. Uh, that looks like um, so fun. I'm so jealous. Yeah, what a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's a miracle. <laughs> It's uh, really, it's incredible that it's, it's, it feels like it, you're shifting back around to you being ready for this kind of stuff yeah. again. And I think the amazing thing that you did was you recognized that you're not ready for it. Yeah. And your body was I telling you to, that it's not ready yet I, and I you allowed to, it to. And I had to get used to that yeah. feeling because that was really hard to even accept that, being like, I'm not ready and it's time to not do it. Because there were times when my head was like, no, you, sh- you need to be doing this. You need to be looking after yourself. You need to be doing meditation. You need to be doing, it's like. Yeah, would it be great, wouldn't it? It would be absolutely fantastic if I could do all those things. But right now, I just don't want to fucking do it. I'm just going to th- I feel like I'm, I'm sick all the time. I want to throw up. Sometimes I want to punch people. You know, other days I just want to like sit and stare at the grass because I think it's just so beautiful. Um, <laughs> it's just random. It's just such an experience. I'm like I just want to be in this experience so I can – I don't want to create any trauma for the baby as well. I don't want it so – um, part of something I learnt during theatre, I think, and something else was your. We have memories of being in the womb, and we know we we have memories of the environment that we were in, and that our parents, that our mother was in, while while we were in the womb. So I'm also being quite conscious of not allowing myself to be panicky or over anxious or putting myself in scenarios where I could I don't know how we're just increasing your stress totally so I I just really reducing all of that making sure that I can and I'm like I can only do my best I know that obviously the baby's gonna have something but it's okay like I I want to reduce as much as I can I want to do whatever it takes to make sure that I'm I'm as together or as uh, in flow as possible. And obviously, if you... Present. Yeah, yeah, present. If you uh, forced yourself to do the things that your head is telling you that you should be doing, you're probably going to create that stress environment because there'll be dissonance between what you feel you should be doing and what you actually should be doing. And if you're doing what you feel you should be doing and that's not necessarily what what you're actually meant to be doing or whatever, (laughs) then that's going to create some kind of stress, right, that that will, yeah, I mean, potentially, I mean, it could have a damaging impact over the long term, you know. Who knows? Who knows, right? But the, the point is that, the baby, I think, has been an excellent impetus for you to really calm down and take a chill pill on that stuff because perhaps yeah. if you weren't pregnant, you might have dived back down there, right? Because that's part of a pattern that we were definitely falling into time and time again, especially over the last 12, 12 to 18 months, yeah. right? That was one of the major things that going just after we found out we were pregnant and then a lot of things shifted for us from that moment onwards. We really realized those patterns that we were getting stuck yeah. in. So, you know, part of it's probably, you know, the the... the pregnancy wanting you wanting to stay stress-free and stay as calm as possible but there's probably also oh, i'd like to think and i'm not going to necessarily put words in your mouth but i'd like to think that you've learned or you've yeah. learned from the experience of just forcing yourself to do something yeah and how that just doesn't work i think i don't because I, I can't really remember what i say and what i don't say because i say half in my head and half when i'm speaking yeah. so i i wanted to say as well like it's for the baby of course it is also for me and i'm very aware of that too I'm not just doing it for the child and you know sacrificing what i you know all that kind of no i'm really trying to find a how find a way to be balanced to be healthy to to change or change my lifestyle in a way or create a really good lifestyle for myself because in order to look after the baby when it comes it's not longer going to be my body it's going to be outside of me and I'm going to have to provide for it and I have to be in good health I have to be strong I have to be you know together I can't Mm. just be in my head about stuff and I have to put in the work and you know we've got six months and yeah, it's the date. Yeah, five yeah, months or something. Five like and a half. Yeah, and 
there's you know there is time and I, I knew I don't know there's this in the intuition it, I it was strong because it was telling me very loudly that it's okay to not want to do it it's okay to not want to meditate our doula she said meditation is a non-negotiable we got to do it and if we sleep like we got to get back onto it as fast as possible and we've you know we've fallen off fallen off that you know the track a bit but there it hasn't been the easiest thing to kind of implement with everything like with the work and then with me going up and down with it's just like not really the thing on my mind and I don't think by pushing it would have actually helped me but I know now that I want to do it because I have been getting in my head like there's a whole trial and everything (laughs) I have to learn that meditation in a certain way is going to be good for me because it will help me balance or connect back with my body not just you know clear my head you know and then that'll be no it's like finding the balance between being able to observe your thoughts which I've been doing it's like kind of conscious meditation I've just been before I go to bed and sometimes in the morning and throughout the day I'm just I sometimes just sit there and I've got all these thoughts going and I'm like I'm just gonna let you go like do what you need to do I'm just watching them pass or do like dancing or, you know, doing their thing. And it's really, it's not comfortable. It's not the most comfortable thing. It gets easier because of the more I've been doing it. But I'm just like, I know that's not true. So just when you're done, you know, I'll just wait it out a bit and then take a deep breath and then get on with whatever I was doing. Because I'm like, it's just not true. You just, you know, I'm like, that's, that's an old thought. That's an old pattern. That's an old way, like an, an old way of living and lifestyle. I'm like, it's just not what I want to do right now. It's just not how I want to be. It's not what I'm manifesting. It's not what I'm, or I heard it, uh, another thing on manifesting. I think Sister Shanti was saying, she goes, the manifesting, we think it's like, oh, we have to, we do it. Like we have to go out of your way to do it. She goes, it's just not true. Like we, everything you say, everything you do, moves toward something so being in that alignment with yourself and knowing you you will create eventually what how you live what you're moving toward so you don't actually actively have to like go out and force action to create it's like okay let's do a manifesting thing like session it's like we are always manifesting we are always manifesting the next moment we're manifesting life you know it just depends on how how in tune we are and i mean it doesn't matter actually how in tune we are whether you are or not you're creating the next moment yeah i mean so yeah yeah i completely the way the way i sort of the way i sort of look at manifesting like that is that your thoughts and your beliefs your values essentially they fuel how you act and so if you have a thought yeah if you have if you have a thought that's in your head you're going to you know perhaps act on that thought or you're not going to act on that That's thought, right. but it's going to influence <clears throat> the way that you perceive things. Mm-hmm. And the way that you perceive things is, you know, you, I'd like to think for the most part, we try to act, you know, in resonance with the way that we perceive things, you know. And so if we have a certain perception of the world, a certain worldview, we have certain values that we, you know, bring to the world. You know, but that's what we act upon. Yeah. So our thoughts and our beliefs fuel our actions or they inspire that in us. And then once we act according to those, well, then, yes, we're going to start outwardly you know, manifesting the next yeah. moment and, yeah. or what happens, the content of the next moment that's through right. the choices that we make mm. and the actions that we take. Okay, yeah. And so, yeah, absolutely. You know, whether you're, you're, you're actively selecting thoughts or you're actively selecting uh, your behaviors. values and behaviors and all that kinds of things. You're paying attention to the decisions you're yeah. making so that you can, you know, be more uh, selective about the path that you want to go down. Mm. That's fantastic if you can do that, right? I mean, the more <laughs> conscious you can sort of be, the more aware you can be of the choices that you're making, what you believe and why you're acting in the way that you're acting. I'd like to think the better because then you can take better charge. You can facilitate better your goals and your path towards achieving them. If you're not paying attention to any of that sort of stuff, I mean, again, that's fine. It's you know, not no passing yeah. judgment or anything like mm-hmm. that, but you're still going to be outwardly acting upon based upon something. There's yeah. still something that is that is creating, generating action in you. And if you're not paying attention to what's generating the action, maybe you're not paying attention to the action itself, there is still going to be an outcome that you're generating. So you're still manifesting a particular outcome. Yeah. It's just perhaps not something that you've actively or consciously selected for yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you're not doing that, then maybe someone else is actively or consciously selecting on your behalf. Yeah. And so you're kind of following along the choices that other people are making on your behalf. But at the end of the day, you're still manifesting whatever that reality is going to bring for you. That's right. 
So, That's where yeah. I was like with my thoughts. I'm like, remember when um, I decided not to go the anger way? And yeah. I instead, when we were in the car, I was like, I just can't be bothered or it's just not the way I want to be anymore. Yeah. Like that's such a reactive, that's like old me. And I, it's not just old me, but it's the me that was in survival mode, the me with the trauma, the me with all of that. And I'm like, it's just too heavy. So instead, I want to choose a different path and I want to choose a different way to do this. And it was un- it was very hard. It was very hard to not do something that I'm used to doing. And I just had to take a breath and I had to take it. And then I'm just trying to build a new habit. And then that then, like, then we had a really nice evening. We ended up having a really nice conversation. And it was very helpful. And it led to us talking about parenting and and how we want to be. And and it's just more productive. It was a lot more productive than maybe how it could have gone. Maybe we wouldn't have made it to Mount Madison. Maybe we would have had to come home and I was just like, just let's go home. I've had enough or I just need to sleep and, you know, whatever. Mm. So, and that's that's the old, as an old habit, it's not a pattern that I don't want to go down. So I created a different reality for myself. And I'm just, with every thought that kind of comes, I'm just watching them and going, yeah, it's just like not, just not what I want to do anymore. It's just not the life I want to live because that didn't get me anywhere. It didn't, it only got me to roadblocks and pain and frustration and all those things and and I am no I'm like I'm only better off because I've learned my lessons I'm only better off because I now can see what I can do right and wrong and what is the right way to do something and wrong way for me and I I've got that now that's the wisdom I want but in order to move forward with that I need to act differently I can't act that way anymore and just rely on all this like because I'm, I'm going to it's going to be trial and error like like today it was it's like I'm just going to have to take it I'm just going to be like look yeah I'm going to have to just maybe make a mistake maybe not say anything you know I knew that I probably needed to say something but I didn't and you know it's, it's no one's fault it's my fault you know it's my own like I know I'm like I just didn't know how to say it I didn't know what the volatility level of this of the room was I didn't so it was like all these things were coming up which is my old self and that's something that I know that I need to strengthen and start to I, – I kind of felt like out of power, like I didn't have my power back. I really was just – I was pretty weak. I felt very weak today. What you talk, Just for context, you're talking about the home situation today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just because like, yeah, yeah. You, you're talking about it as if just we've, we've spoken about it. So I don't know if people listening – uh, uh, it might be a sure, bit confusing, sure. like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So just like, oh, I don't know, I'm going to detail. No, 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 it's, it wasn't it's a, private. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's not a big deal. Like, it's not yeah. a big issue. It's just for me personally. I There was a particular situation that continued to arise today that uh, was very much challenging for you and continued to encroach upon your personal space and you yeah. didn't know how to deal with it. Yes, thank you. Yeah. And I, well, I, I did know, but I didn't want to necessarily say anything about it. And that's something that I've been very good at. <laughs> for avoiding the conflict. Avoiding the confrontation. And it's not mm. even, it wasn't even a confrontation. I'm sure it would have been fine. But because I was probably more volatile, because I was getting really frustrated and I was re- noticing that I didn't have a strong foundation and all this, st- all this stuff was happening today that I was like, I feel so out of control and I don't, I don't have no like firm standing and I don't know why. And I mean, I do know why, but I... I want to change that yeah. and although that, <laughs> although I didn't do it, at least I was aware of it because sometimes it would have like, it would have just hit me tomorrow. But it, I knew in the moment, I go, I should say something. Like, just say it. It's like, okay, no, but you know, I'm like, oh, I'm just, I'm really exhausted and I don't want to snap as well. Like yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to come across as, you know, which I ended up, nearly snapping and i'm like well is that healthy I, I was i was going to say in that state perhaps it's maybe it's enough that you just noticed it and you could recognize right. and observe yeah. what was happening because maybe if, if you had have actually done the you know taken the action you might have potentially seriously exacerbated or, or yeah. said the wrong thing or said something that could have been easily misconstrued and totally could have ended up with a very negative you know yeah. energies and reality and for i you think today. i think i saw that i think my intuition knew that because I saw it not going well. So I was like, just, it's okay. Just take your cup of tea or whatever I made and just go back into the room and then the, the do ch- what you need to do. The, the thing with that then also is obviously that, you know, where's the line between 
not exacerbating a situation for the sake of someone else and continuing to just cop it for yourself, right? Yeah. How much can you sacrifice, continue to sacrifice well, yourself? That's, that's and, what I was going, yeah. Yeah. And what, where's that kind of line? Like that's the sort of difficulty yeah. there. You know, if you're aware and you're paying attention to that and, you know, for the most part you could probably absorb a lot of it. But yeah. then the, is there a, a point where it's it's no longer the right thing for yourself, mm. for your spirit, for your soul to continue yeah. to absorb all that. Well, I mean, you know? it was just, I mean, I've, I, it was a, re, I realized today, okay, it was a big realization today and I knew in the moment, I'm like, okay, I know I have to, I have to do something about this. I need to set, like, I don't know, I need to get that boundary back because I have, I've let my guard down because I've just, maybe, I don't know, maybe I got lazy, maybe, uh, yeah, I've just kind of taken advantage of, pregnancy i I don't know (laughs) well i feel like i feel like we haven't had a kind of strong disciplined routine in our mornings and perhaps through the day for me i've gone off to work so i've kind of got that day routine which is right but in the mornings i still wish i had a better i want to have a better routine in the morning i know i continue to say that but yeah set the day out properly and i feel like if we can actually stay strong to that it'll help in other areas to set strong Mm -hmm. strong boundaries if we're setting strong boundaries Mm -hmm. with ourselves then I feel like it's going to be a whole lot easier for us to be able to set those external ba- uh, boundaries with others. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's something that's really important to me that mm-hmm. I'm – is that I was saying in the last episode that, you know, especially being a parent, I want to have a proper disciplined routine so that I can just lead by example yeah. for our children, right, so they can actually see what that dis- what a discipline looks like in that way. And I, want, I don't want to start that once the baby's born. I want to start that before. I want to start yeah. that for myself, like you said, right, say, yeah. for you. I want to start it for me because it's it's good for me mm-hmm. and it's gonna. I'll be in a better space myself. Yeah, I'll perhaps be more up. productive than yeah. I otherwise would be, yeah. right, because I spend, you know, longer in bed perhaps in the morning than I'd like to. Maybe I spend more time on my phone in the morning than I'd like to. Yeah. And then by the time I actually get going on what it is that I want to be doing for that for the morning before I go to work, I only end up having an, an hour with it when I could have had three or two, two or three really yeah. good hours, you yeah. know. I could have potentially finished the pdf already but i was too sluggish in the morning to get started with it because it's difficult for me to get my day going so how can i negate that and i feel like it's going to take that real strong firm discipline at the start Mm. to break through that oh i'm tired i just want to lay in bed it'd be so nice to just lay in bed for a bit longer well and we were talking about this and we said let's start with a good evening routine yeah start off the night before for sure before and just like let's set a time that we got to be in bed by you know obviously Hopefully we can be in bed by ten or ten thirty. <laughs> yeah, we will be. It'll be right. Nine. Yeah, but that's the latest. Yeah, that's the latest, and everything goes off, and we close our eyes. What I would love to bloody figure out, and maybe I need to get a sleep timing app or a sleep cycle app or something just for the interim, is to know or see if I can learn what my sleep cycles are because we go through cycles during yeah. the night, and we might have like you know four or five sleep cycles, but it's like they each have a duration. And if you, depending on, I think this is from when I was sort of tracking that a bit more when I was younger. If you wake up at a certain point during that cycle, you'll you'll feel differently. Yep. So, if you wake up right smack bang in the middle of your sleep cycle, you'll probably wake up fucking wrecked. Yeah, exhausted. Because you've just come from a deep sleep all of a yep. sudden. You haven't naturally come out of it. You've yep. just like bang, you're awake. And I think that usually probably happens, you know, for us if there's an animal outside. Like every now and then we get like a cat fight right outside the window <laughs> no, that Maya. brings us out. And like, but uh, there's other times, you know, you might wake up early and you might be wide awake and it's probably because you've just woken up naturally at the end of that, that mm. sleep cycle. Yeah. And so for me, there's times where if I sleep for five and a half hours, I feel a lot fresher and more alert when I wake up yeah. than if I've slept for eight hours. And so it's it's like... If you either sleeps for you know that less that lesser period of time, or you've got to go you know the extra the whole cycle longer. So mm-hmm. my cycle might you know go until eight hours and forty five minutes, for instance. Sure. So even if I've had eight hours sleep, I might still wake up feeling like dog shit because I still had another forty five minutes to go on that last cycle. But if I perhaps instead of you know going for the whole eight hours, maybe I, I cut it short of the previous cycle, which might mean I only sleep for I don't know seven hours and fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. So even though I've had less sleep. I actually wake up feeling more refreshed because it's been more, it's been a better time for me personally yeah. in terms of my sleep cycles. Yeah. So I don't know. This is just sort of stuff that I'm interested in. Yeah. Uh, perhaps just just learning about myself, and I might look into a few apps that I can potentially use. Uh, there was one that I used to use. I might mm. see if that's still sort of available, just so I can learn that. Yeah. And so I can go look. Okay, based on my own sleep cycles, if I I know that if I'm asleep by this time, 
I, I can set my alarm for that time and that's basically going to well, you be... You don't even have to set your alarm if that's you. Well, that, that's... And that, I mean, potentially you can you can blow through that and go through, go a whole nother cycle kind of thing. So, yeah. it's just like... Anyway, just just, yeah, yeah, just figuring. learning, figuring that kind of stuff out. And that might help to wake up feeling more refreshed and ready to go in the morning yeah. as opposed to waking up going, oh, no, I should get up, but it's so nice being in bed. Yeah. Because you know we, like, we're both experiencing something very different. Like, I'm pregnant and you're not. Like, we're pregnant. <laughs> I'm pregnant, but you've got work. Do you know what I mean? So it's like me, it's my very physical thing. If I'm tired in the morning, I'm just going to sleep because I'm like, I, I can't get up. And I need my extra sleep or for whatever reason. And you have to get up because you've only got a set amount of hours before you go to work. Yeah. So yeah. it's either we both get up at the same time uh, or we just have to just stick to our own routines or find our own routines. Yeah. I want to get up earlier. I do. Yeah. Um, and I don't really like getting up at, you know, just random times. This is what I'm saying. Like, we might be, honestly, might be easier for us to get up at like quarter past five than it would be to get up at 6.30. Yeah. You know, and it sounds so weird and so counterintuitive, but I, I really, it's it's one of those things for me that I, I actually found even when I was at my, at my last job. Yeah. And depending on where I used to have to go for work, you know, I'd get up at different times in the morning. And there were some times where it was actually easier waking up at five. 5.30 than it was waking up at 6, 6.30. Yeah. yeah. Well, two, was it two mornings ago? Uh, Maya woke us up and it was about, about 5 o'clock. I was wide awake. Yeah, same here. But I didn't know what to do. Because <laughs> so you wake up like, at that time and you're like, oh, it's so early. It's like, early, as if I'm, you know, what am I going to do? You know, so I'll go back to sleep. And then I woke up feeling fucked. Yeah. You know, later on. So it's just one of those things where. <laughs> It's it's like yes we're wide awake so that's great you know that's sort of one barrier that we've overcome you know we've overcome the fatigue barrier straight up but then we've got to overcome that second barrier that goes what it am- is nice and warm and comfy in bed uh, you know but what am I going to do at this time in the morning it's like fuck it just get up and go move just go do something go yeah, do go something go outside it's you know if the sun hasn't come up yet amazing you get like a pre dawn workout that that's like you know what I mean yeah but perhaps because we're just not used to it it's something that mm. it's just uh, the idea of it. The idea of it sounds great the night before and then you wake up and it's the idea of it just makes you want to vomit. Uh, And I think that's just (laughs) – well, I think that's just very natural when you're breaking habits because we haven't had a disciplined morning for a little while now. We used to and then it's just like now it's not, not Mm. there at all. So breaking a habit, you're going to get that. I mean, how, and then after, when we actually get up and push through that, it generally is just such a beautiful day. Oh, and It's yeah. one of the best days you've ever had because you push through. Yeah. You've already succeeded in the day. It's like yeah. I got through it and that was just amazing. <laughs> yeah. I feel good and on yeah. top of the world. Anything's possible. I'm invincible. <laughs> I feel like uh, yeah. for me, because I've got this work, the work that I'm doing on the side, mm-hmm. it's really giving me purpose and, oh, I just continue to get the most amazing feedback from my clients and it's just – it's incredibly fulfilling and it, it does absolutely validate what I am doing. And it's 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 very encouraging and saying keep going. And I think for me, having that experience and having that on the side, that purpose on the yeah. side is helping, I think, me to come around to going, okay, I want to I want to, you know, be disciplined. I want to have a proper routine. I want to be able to get up and be ready to go. Yeah. You know, because for I'm gonna clients. feel good. But yeah, for clients as well, mm-hmm. so that I'm actually in you know the best state to be able to manage them you know i mean it's just, it's a little bit difficult because i'm not i can't completely dedicate my time to this kind of stuff because i do have to go and do my day job yeah but you know that doesn't matter like i don't want that to get in the way of it and so i need to you can't I need be to, doing it 24 hours anyway yeah no but I, I need to put myself in the best sort of state sort of yeah. possible right which yeah physical and mental change the state change, change the state life. absolutely and that's what <clears> i'm <throat> wanting to and that's coming it's coming around to being really relevant to me at this point not just <clears> because it's something that I know is the right thing to do but it's something that is genuinely relevant for me to do and I'm, I'm understanding the place it has in my current context whereas before it was probably more of an ideal it's ideal if I did that but it's not real it's not really something that is all yeah. that necessary for well, me at this point. like you just said it you now you're understanding how it can be relevant like with meditation and me it's like yeah. I've been meditating for a while and it's like I just what, I'm getting around to this yeah. yeah so it's like I, I knew that you know of course meditation's great and yeah I'm doing it because I'm spiritual and we we all meditate of course I meditate and people probably think I meditate all the time but I don't but now actually having this time in between personal development and just I don't know like just actually stopping it for a little while 
Mm. Not encouraging to stop personal development, please don't, if that doesn't feel good. Um, but it's you don't stop. It's not something you no, stop, I'm right? Not, if you're if you're paying attention just, to what's going yeah, on, that's a, that's a whole I'm, part I'm, of the shit. I'm just shit. saying, I don't want to, anything get to get misconstrued. Being like, yeah, I stopped it, and now I see the reason why it. You know, like I, that's my my path. It was I needed to put it away because I wasn't doing it for the right reasons. I was doing I wasn't doing it for my. I mean, I, I was, and then. It was more of, a, more of an ego thing or a purpose thing or that's what the culture does, like the spiritual culture does and the healing culture does. We meditate and we we do all mm. that stuff and it, it's why it wasn't working. Like it, it worked but it wasn't fulfilling. It wasn't as powerful. It wasn't as powerful. It didn't enrich me and it didn't last. It wasn't lasting. I, I, I couldn't actually maintain my meditation practice because I'm like, yeah, it feels great. Of course it feels great but there wasn't – that that the depth of understanding that the depth of I getting something out of I know what I'm getting out of it mm. so like now returning to it I know how insane my head gets if I am not balanced if I am not grounded and back in my body I know how easily and how quickly and how manipulative my mind can be and how it can just totally change everything in my life and try and change my day turn me upside down it has all the power it's got all control over me and the reason why I want to start meditating again is so that I can actually feel fulfilled and balanced in my day. And, of course, that's like- You well, reduce yeah, the why? power that voice has over you. Absolutely. Yeah. And I can observe it more, even though like, I do, but it still has a lot of power over me these days. And I can observe it and do something about it. Or I can, you know, I'll be doing other things along. Like it's, I can have more energy for the other things that I find out that I like doing <laughs> in my day. And I won't just be focused on trying to stop my thoughts, trying to stop my thoughts, trying to, you know, control my thoughts. Or I, I don't want to just be focusing on that most of the time. It's just they're getting louder. And that's why at the moment coming back to meditation is, the, is like, or even meditation just coming back to me is really helping because I can, now find the value in it for mm. like a for myself yeah. yeah i can actually find value in it yeah and i think i, I know that sounds like so cliche it's like well yeah of course it's valuable of course it's like it is but when you have that experience when you've when you have actually that first hand being like oh, mm. i get it yeah like it's it was so like obvious before, it was theory before. Of course, you're gonna feel good. Of course, all of that. You do yoga. Of course, you're gonna feel good. If you exercise, of course, you're gonna get stronger. If you do that stuff, of course, you're gonna do it. But having the real personal experience of something, and this is just doesn't obviously not just me, but everyone, you start to be like, I this I this is a non-negotiable. I think it's I think it's discovering the the purpose that it's serving mm-hmm. in your life, like yeah. the reason you yeah. should you Just want to do it, you're yeah. to do it, not right? as opposed to doing it because it's it's the right thing to do. Yeah, like well, other people do. As I was I was writing sort of stuff at the PDF today, and I was writing the, the a bit a bit about spending and saving, and one of the things that I was writing. And it's something that I, we definitely, from our experience, we took from it was just saving for the sake of saving is mm. is not it's not sustainable and it's not something that's going to be ideal over the long term. It's like every single cent that you you've got in your accounts needs to ultimately have a reason for being there. Exactly. Because if you if you're just accumulating money for the sake of accumulating money, maybe you're accumulating money for what could happen and you want to be protected in case something happens in the future. Maybe you're saving up money because you want to get a, you know, put it, get a house deposit or something. And that's great, right? You've got a purpose for that money. But if you're just accruing money and you've got no real design for it, it's you're not like you're not even you're not even concerned about having a safety blanket or a safety net when you, you know, in the for the future, you just got money going there, right? You'll start to draw down on that and before you know it, that that's that savings is going to be nothing. It's going to be gone. And I feel like once you have a proper purpose for the money actually accruing and going into those accounts, then it's going to stay there. That's when it's going to stay there and you're actually going to build and develop it. Mm. I feel like it's the, that's the same thing. Even, uh, you know, let's say for a, another potent experience with the same sort of idea, for me is my reading, my own self-education. I learn significantly faster and I'm a lot more engaged in what it is that I'm learning when I've discovered the relevance to it. My reading follows my fancy and when my fancy aligns itself or when what I read aligns itself with what I fancy at that particular time, I just pick it up yeah. and it's and it's the easiest thing and it stays in my head, yeah. you know, and it's because it's for whatever reason that particular piece of information or that 
that theory is relevant to me and I can understand it. So when I read a book that's that's relevant in that sense, I it just absorb it super duper easily. You know. So when we understand how these things are relevant in mm-hmm. our particular situation, more than just going, oh, you know, it's it's Really I know training. I should save. I should save money because saving is the sensible thing to do. Yeah, that's not enough. It's not enough to it's just save personal. because it's, it's something general. that you should do. Of course, it's good it's to save general. money. Of course, it's good to accrue and pile up money and <laughs> and all that kind of <laughs> stuff, right? It's not a bad what? thing. It doesn't hurt. No. But if ultimately you can't find a reason for yourself to be continually doing that, you, you will eventually run out and it'll start to go backwards. Yeah. And so, as it, things are kind of coming back around and things are becoming more relevant to you, like meditation's becoming more relevant to you, you have a, a completely different resonation with it because you've you've realized a reason deeper than I should meditate because it's the thing that I should be doing. Mm. Yeah, and that's uh, that that's something as well that I've even taken with creating the, the PDF. The whole process actually for me with with this side work is has been like that it's go it's been that battle between this is this is what i should do i need to do all this i need to i need to get tutorials done i need to get this pdf done i need to have all this work that i need to do now you know so that i can be ready for something sort of you know it's it's me trying to force that it to go a certain way and i've been very fortunate to have you and your wisdom there to say hey it's like shut the fuck up like that's no just just let it come yeah. let it just let it come to you and let it unfold how hard is it to just be like oh, yeah. okay, i have to trust totally that. right so if i had a force to myself because i had that voice going with this pdf going hurry up you got to make it you got to make this free pdf so you've got something to give to someone in, you client, know, for really who's, so that they can be interested and make your job a little bit easier yada yada but I haven't necessarily known what to put in it. So if I had have just forced myself to sit down and put something in it, it would have been complete garbage. But I gave it the space. I let it go. And now as I've dealt with more clients, as I've had taken on more clients and I've worked with them, I've started to realize what relevant content there is for the PDF. And so now because I can see the relevance of that content and why, like why I actually need it, mm. why I need to, you know, it, it would just make a lot of that initial consult significant. It would streamline it so much and it just make everything a whole lot quicker and more efficient if I had certain elements that that my clients knew before this first consult. And I'm like, that's exactly what I've got to put in the PDF then. Now I know that because I've had a little bit more experience working with clients and I know what makes it easier for both of us in terms of prior knowledge. And I know that and the only reason I found I figured that out was because I actually one of the clients that I worked with, I'd given him the previous template that I used to use. And so he'd already become sort of familiar with the way I operate and how I break things down. That when I put him onto the newest one, the the new way I do it, it was he already I didn't have to explain as much to him. Yeah. And so I've gone, man, that was so much easier. And then I went, <laughs> that's because I've done so he has a basic idea of where I'm coming from. And I'm so like, how can I? Idea needs to be in the PDF. How, yeah, how can I create that in clients that I've never worked with before? Well, that's it. That's where the PDF comes in. So now I have an understanding of what needs to go into it that I didn't have before. And so when I was saying I got to do this, I got to do this, it probably would have come out crap because I had to do something that I did. I didn't know how to do. Yeah. So now I do, and now it's it is happening a lot easier. It is going to be a lot higher quality, and it's that's that that to me is just it's another sort of. It's another uh, situation in which that knowing the reason and waiting for it to sort of be relevant yep. has has just played a, a very you know, important role in improving the quality and also making it more sustainable in yeah my life and you know you t- you know taking it back to your meditation now I feel like you understand perhaps on a deeper level what it can do for you and the importance of it for you, yeah. it's going to perhaps motivate you to properly start it mm-hmm. and then to stick with it and sustain it over yeah. a longer period of time. Well, it's, it's given me a reason, a reason to, a personal reason, and it's specific as well. I know exactly why I want to. It's not just a whole general. It just makes everything easier. You know, you have that general, oh, you know, meditation just helps everything, every element of your life. It's like, of course it does, but you still have to, I have to find what it, what, why I need to meditate for specific, specifically for. I sometimes can't just sit there in silence. Um, mantra meditation works sometimes, not all the time. Uh, like I, I'm still finding my meditation type because there are so many different ways to meditate and I'm not sure which one's going to work. 
guided at the moment, uh, probably getting back into it, guided is the best way for me. And um, that's, I mean, it's just a given because it's, it guides you. <laughs> at least you being like, this is, this is what you, and I can ask, I can search what I need. But I now know what I need, and I know I now know what our, what part of me needs shushing or focusing on, mm. and or I can actually do that now instead of going, what kind of meditation, what kind of guided meditation do I want today? I'll just listen to music or I do this, and it's not it's supposed to be. There's no reason for me to do it. It's just doing it for the sake of doing it, and it's not. It's like when I was doing art, it's like doing it for the sake of doing it, and it's like it didn't work at all. I needed a reason to do it. I needed a reason to to do anything. I need a reason to exercise. I need a reason to meditate. I need a reason to do all these things. I think because that reason gives you direction with it. Yeah. So you can kind of gauge the success of it or whether it's yeah. working, whether anything needs oh. to be changed. So I, I really feel like this time, it, it is different. There is such a difference this time with what I'm doing with the spreadsheets because was- there is a direction that I want to take it. Mm-hmm. Not just for now. Like there's, okay, great. I know how I can measure my success now in this moment, but going forward into the future, there is a, there is a, there are a pathway for me. There are mm-hmm. progression. There are levels that I want to progress through with what it is that I'm doing. And so those things along the way are really helping to keep in my mind why I'm doing what I'm doing and, and the direction that I'm going in. And so it's, it's incredibly motivating to have all that. It's so. funny because um, just quickly, uh, <laughs> something just like flashed in my mind. It's like when you were saying how, you now can catch yourself when you like to stop pushing and you can be like, hang on, no, I'm just going to let it. I have to trust that I got to put it aside and let it kind of happen naturally. And I kind of say, and actually seeing it in practice from my, from my point of view, it's like, it's exactly what I was trying to do for all those years. Like just to have, have someone just pull me back mm-hmm. and just put me back on track a little bit. I'm like, oh, that's all that I needed to actually get me back on track. But I never allowed myself to maybe, I don't know for whatever reason. I'm just like there was like a hint of like jealousy going like oh how like you just did it and you're doing it and it's like it seems so easy but it just yeah because you. you were there to remind me yeah I know that's <laughs> what I'm saying because you have what I wanted like mm. I wanted a coach but I didn't allow myself I wasn't supposed to have a coach because maybe I was supposed to be a coach I don't know and that kind of thing but you like, have to go through that experience and so that I could benefit from it and you could recognize it yeah yeah um, totally I don't know what I'm benefiting from maybe just the amounts of money that we're going to get <laughs> no oh look it's it's giving it's showing me where my strengths are and i know that i know that there's a lot that i'm getting out of it it's not i'm just just joking i'm not yeah. um <laughs> yeah like i am truly getting it does feel nice to actually be valuable and useful even if it is just close to home incredibly because, yeah and like if i'm creating value there like that's enough for me right now. Just wait and see what happens, right? Because like I said, and the reason I asked sort of what do you like the other day, like what is it that you like, what, you know, it wasn't even necessarily what lights you up. It was just because I found that for me it was something that I just, it is such a menial, you know, typical part of my, you know, life yeah. that now all of a sudden is creating massive opportunities. I still can't answer that. So that for me, it's like, what do I? But what, if I, if you had asked me what do I like, I would not have thought of the spreadsheets. It would not have come to my mind. Yeah, well, that's you know, I would have been. I would have thought of other things. I enjoy writing. I like reading. Yeah, that like kind of the, stuff, right? that kind of stuff. The came things up, that, but I'm like, I don't even like that stuff anymore. Yeah. So it's it's, it's 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 like just having a different <clears throat> perhaps look, like a real either really. Uh, you know, pausing and thinking about every single like element of your life to this point, you know, how you go through the day, what is it that you do? Because there's probably something you take for granted now and there's a, there's something there, I'm sure, that you're already doing or already have done mm-hmm. that is, you know, the next thing potentially, right? Or the thing. And maybe just you don't realize it yet because you just, it's so far under your radar that it just, you, you there's no chance you can observe it at the moment. Well, I can't because my mind's in the way. And I sure. can't see it. You know, but- I've only got my intuition to kind of guide me. My intuition's leading me in the sense of don't believe that, don't believe that. Like, but obviously I've had to focus on, I've had to be aware of my thoughts and what's coming up because what's coming up is very important because it's old stuff mm. and I need to break those habits and those patterns. So actually being that, having that is actually very useful. It's, it's not very exciting and it's very pretty dull, but it's... <laughs> It's something. So I'm getting somewhere slowly, it seems. It's probably happening very quickly and I don't even realize. (laughs) It's 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 interesting. Yeah. Yeah. 
meditation back. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind getting back into it a little bit either because it is good. I like feeling my body because I've got a couple of aches and pains at the moment. I know when I've meditated in the past, I've yeah. kind of actually released my body yeah, from it. Right. Allowed the pain to exist and to do what it needs to do yeah. and then and then just let it sort of flow out on its own. It has worked. So I do want to. Yeah, and it'll probably be very good for me in labor. And so, if, yes, absolutely. Cool. It's not painful. It's just an experience. If you enjoyed the conversation today, please like, uh, subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to and share share it around. That'd be you know, that'd be amazing and help us out a lot if you could do that. If you if you find what we talk about valuable and it reminds you of anything in your life perhaps that resonates or if there's someone else that perhaps you think could resonate with the conversation too, share it around. Let them know. That'd be great for us. Mm-hmm. Spread the message. Do We're it. in the process. We're all in the process of something. So let's let's share in the 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 beautiful majestic experience this this rich life that we're all currently living i feel like i'm doing like a, one of those gratuitous like russell brand intros. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah just just let's spread it around and you know continue to hopefully pick each other up and mm-hmm. have these sorts of conversations and promote you know talking and thinking about ourselves mm-hmm. in this sort of in this sort of way it makes consciously makes a, a a whole lot more interesting you know the content of each and every day even if during the even if while you're going through it, it's like fuck this. But even to you know to reflect back upon it at the end of the day, oh, it how many makes moments the, have we had that? It makes the whole sort of day and it makes the whole process feel like it's 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 building. It's yeah. something. It's worth it. Mm. It was it meant something, which is I don't think that can be construed in a negative way at all. Anyway, if you wanted to get in touch with us, if you wanted to join in the conversation, if you wanted to continue it or share your thoughts, please, uh, you can email us at itppc at protonmail.com. You can DM me directly on Instagram at logan.d.gray. If you wanted to get in touch about what I can offer you with my service, I would be absolutely honored. Uh, Feel free to also leave me a comment there as well. If anyone wants to get in touch with you. You can contact me at usual.gray on Instagram. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. We're uh, we're here. We're on the end. We are. We I do look at my emails every day. I do check. I do check it all. So yeah, yeah get in touch. I love you. I love you. Let's have a blessed day. Let's.